2: Well, you know, it's not your last night, is it? Phoenix Suns, emotional victory last night. Fun victory against the Golden State Warriors. Second night of a back-to-back playing the Denver Nuggets, the hottest team in the NBA, the best team in the Western Conference. Lose by 29, Matthew, and I don't know about you. That literally felt like the longest goddamn game of the year.
3: Yeah, it's bad. It's bad when you have to break out the Bible. Give that, a, give that a quick look to pass some time.
2: Nothing
3: yeah, it's just do.
2: lulls, it's, lulls yeah, in this game.
3: Yeah, and then I, I'm sitting here. I'm trying to refresh the page because, you know, I'm not watching for the last two minutes. Uh, 26 <laughs> seconds, 26 seconds, 17 seconds. Like, what is going on?
2: Can we Free just throws.
3: <laughs> I missed all the fun last night, though. So I'm, I'm back on the pod that. Where we were before last game, <laughs> basically <laughs> poor, just losing. Poor, <laughs> poor
2: Matthew misses a pod because he's not feeling well. It's, of course, a, a one of those interesting victories for the Phoenix Suns where they upset the Golden State Warriors. And you come back and you get a game like this, a game that expectations, much akin to last night, which is non-existent. No, yeah. We weren't getting hyped for this. There's not a lot of analysis that really needs to go into this game from a Suns fan point of view, right? There's not anything we're really going to talk about on this edition of the Suns Jam Session podcast that is life-altering, that is season-changing, that is an epiphany on how we can redesign the offense or better attack on the defensive end. There just isn't a lot of that. You know that this is a great team in the Denver Nuggets. That's healthy. A Phoenix Suns team, that's not. That's what happens. You end with a score where the Phoenix Suns. The the one thing I was hoping in this game is that they would break 100 again. Because last game was the first time all season they broke 100. And they were at like 81, 83 points with like five minutes left in the game. I'm like, they can do this. They can do this. They didn't. They scored 97. Boasters. Yeah, as soon as the
3: second, as soon as the second quarter started, I'm like, all right, <clears throat> this might just be a blowout. You know, you were kind of matching what the Nuggets were doing early, but going to the second and the the Nuggets just being so the hot Nuggets. from beyond the arc. Yeah, is this how, Is that how we're playing the Nuggets?
2: Yeah, the Nuggets were being the Nuggets tonight, though. I mean,
3: they, yeah, yeah, exactly. They were just playing their game, nice smooth game that mm-hmm. you know, this fire from beyond the arc, dude. We're both. <laughs> Which is, str- I'm struggling here talking to the most around. monotone, <laughs> the most monotone post-game podcast ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, the and Nuggets were the, the nuggets, nuggets. The Nuggets, the, the nuggets. nuggets. We'll play the Nuggets,
2: right? I think it was the Nuggets of Denver, the, the Denver Nuggets. So we'll talk about a few things on this edition of the Suns Jam Session podcast. For, so for those of you who are joining us, we appreciate it. Hit that thumbs up button on YouTube if you're here. Subscribe if you're if you're not here. I don't know how you're going to do that. If you're not here, just subscribe, wherever, you know, just I don't, I don't get it. Magician, be a magician, be like Mikhail I saw something today on Twitter. that's funny. It was like the Suns obviously beat the Warriors last night. Mm-hmm. And if you go and you look at some like on the, on the opposing team Twitter threads, if you will, you always will find like there's those, those certain trolls on Twitter, if you will, from fan bases. And I'm talking about the, the Suns trolls. And they go in there and they post, like, funny pictures, you know, like, you just got defeated by, like, the guy who, you know, gave a high five to a guy at a place and I, it, it's it's <laughs> Yeah. you know, Have you seen those? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And one said, uh, you've been put in McAlcatraz. Mikhailcatraz. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's kind of that clever. That's not but, bad. Yeah.
3: Where I did you see the- that one at, though? Where was it?
2: On some, There was somebody who, a Golden State Warrior fan, who had posted something. Uh, they, they posted the picture of Mikhail Bridges after the Suns beat the shit out of the Warriors the second time. And he was doing his three point thing right in Clay's face. And it's like, yeah. you know, Mikhail Bridges will remember you. And it was, you know, they said that before the game. And then obviously that person just got lit up by those Suns trolls who go in there and just, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. You got beat by the guy who backs up. <laughs> Chris Paul's backup. It's like a picture of like Dwayne Washington Jr. You know, so it's like, I love those little things. They're always funny. And we see them sometimes on Twitter when we lose. We see them a lot lately considering all the losing that we do. But Macau, yeah, Catraz, Mc- Mc- McHale Katraz, It's a prison. Damn it. It's a prison in the San Francisco Bay. Beautiful name. I there think. you go. So all made up. So <laughs> there you go. So again, subscribe, rate, review, all that fun stuff. I'm having a glass of Pinot Noir are Um, you really from tasmania the island of tasmania is where this one actually comes from i uh, had some old guests of mine stop by my my new place of business with uh my old wine pro wine purveyor and they were sipping on some wine he's like hey take part of this bottle home it's Hmm. delicious he always has outstanding taste when it comes to wine so sounds sounds really good yeah i figured i'd go with a nice glass of red tonight because uh the suns were bleeding all over the place so on that note let's go ahead and pop them if you got them or drink them if you got them suns fans and uh let's struggle through this thing fuck it The Phoenix Suns lose to the Denver Nuggets. They are now 21-22 and 22 on the season. Uh, we'll talk about the standings momentarily once everything updates on NBA.com. But I got to ask you this, Matthew. Matthew, I got to ask. Matthew, I got to ask. Are the Denver Nuggets the favorite to win the Western Conference right now at this point?
3: I think they are by a lot of people. Um, for me, um, my answer is no. I just don't see it. I'm not scared of this team. I know we just got blown out by them, of course. Um, yeah, they don't I have anybody. We don't have anybody. We didn't have anybody last night, and last night we were just they played nuts. Um, I didn't get to see the last half of the game, but the first half was amazing. The way the Nuggets play, though, very smooth, very nice, kind of gentle, kind of rely on the three. Ooh. You know what I mean? So it's a smooth offense out there. It really is. Um, I just see. A lot of mismatch issues. We we're playing a lot of teams out west. I know they have some size, a little bit with Jokic, but Jokic isn't anything to really fear down there. I know he had his way with Sarge tonight, but I don't but look it. <laughs> it is Sarge, and he was excited. they were buddies, you know, bumping each other on the butts and stuff. You know, they're Ooh, having fun out there, uh, man. <laughs> they were butt bumping a lot, and uh, they just they don't they don't scare me like some other teams, like Memphis, like even like um, even if you want to say, I don't know even Golden State, if they get healthy. You know what I mean? Like, there's other teams out there in the West that's scary more than the Nuggets, even though they are number one.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. It just goes to show you, and again, I make this statement fully aware that opposing fan bases most likely said the same thing last season. It just goes to show you that, like, if that's the class of the West, the West still is wide open. If that's literally the best team, this isn't, you know, when, when the Warriors were year after year after year just dominating this league. And you knew you're like, shit, no matter what happens, like we, we it goes through Golden State. Like We're not there with this team or the Memphis Grizzlies. They're both tied for the number one seed right now. Both teams are 28 and 13. Uh, you know, So in the loss column, Phoenix is nine behind them. And in the win column, Phoenix is seven behind them. So we're eight games back. And then the seventh seed in the Western Conference at this point. But again, it's a team that I respect them. I will say that the the thing that I I admire about the Denver Nuggets is something that I admired about our Phoenix Suns last year when we were atop the Western Conference. Fundamentally sound. It's a team that is very fundamentally sound. They play the game the right way. When you have Nikola Jokic as your your center and has is somebody who has. Uh, is a mr fundamentals he's kind of like that tim duncan type but i think obviously a way better passer and can shoot the three ball you just you have to have that level of respect for this team but until they do it just like the phoenix suns last year they're not going to put the fear of god into anybody they just aren't and if that continues if if the western conference doesn't really get that front runner who is just lethal and you want to talk about lethal like the grizzlies feel more lethal right now right i mean they're on an eight game winning streak they feel like they have a lot of a young explosive talent whereas when you look at the denver nuggets you have a good a very well constructed team around nikola Jokic that complements what he does well
3: yeah there's there's a few guys on the nuggets that you just don't really fear um MPJ, i mean every time i feel like i watch him i'm really excited to see what this guy can do a lot of it's just trying to jack up threes, it seems like. Um, there's not a whole lot there yet. So they were wishing a lot on his shoulder. There's a lot on his shoulders. There's a lot in Aaron Gordon's shoulders. Those mm-hmm. two guys, just in a playoff series, they don't they don't worry me. I mean, it, of course, Jokic can find them anywhere on the court. But if you're talking to me like those are the two guys kind of behind Jokic, that's not scary. Jamal Murray, he's back. He tweaked his ankle again. He hasn't been very good this season so far. He's just it's a new fresh season for him, kind of a second part of his career, see what he can mm-hmm. do after the injury. But right now he's not looking like a guy that's the second guy next to Jokic. So they they have a lot there, but it's not it, it's nothing that's really final, set in stone in a way, to where you're gonna look at this roster up and down, but oh, that guy's gonna kill you, that guy's gonna kill you. It's just Jokic. And that's why Jokic is gonna be the guy that's gonna win the MVP again, because he's gonna have this team at the top of the west.
0: Mm-hmm. but
3: they do these guys are playing better together and mm-hmm. it's a long season because we're hoping as Suns fans too that our guys get healthy and we get back on track so they already kind of flowing you know and if Murray does get hurt again and he's out that's the only guy but if they are flowing going to the into the into the playoffs they do have a chance to pull some upsets but I just don't see it until it happens they're just like one of those teams kind of like the Mavericks you know what I mean like mm-hmm. the way we went into the last playoff series with the Mavericks like no there's no way they're gonna win you know what I mean? They just, they remind me of that. And of course the Mavericks won. So if the Nuggets they do beat win, us. They, oh, they did. Yeah. But, you know, if they, if they do upset anybody, I'm gonna be like, oh, wow, that is actually an upset because I did not see them beating anybody like the Grizzlies or the Warriors in any round of this in the playoffs.
2: You got that badass graphic yet? It's not
3: working, man. I know what's happening. You know what's happening is. What's happening? When I plug in my computer to um, my connector of everything, for some reason, the mouse sometimes will not work. It won't click on certain things. And oh, I had really? to start my computer, and I forgot to do that before we started. So I'm trying to get it to work. but eh, no worries. Yeah, Just, it's, it's all
2: right. It's, well, like, <laughs> you know, well, no. well, well, I will say that Bees is correct in the chat when he says, Denver did what Golden State couldn't or failed to do, chest us. I so saw, you that were, you, you saw that yesterday. He saw that.
3: I watched. I watched the pod. I rewatched it. It was a good pod, man. I was excited because we won. I was like, I was in there for a little bit. Like I woke yeah. up and I was like, I was like, all right, let me check it out. And then I watched a little bit and I commented. But
2: yeah, yeah, I pulled up was your the comment? whole thing. I pulled up your comment. It was just great, just because you know you had some pissed off Warriors fan come into our chat, like they always do. They always show up in our chat and then they just start talking shit. And he said that the ton- <laughs> the the, the Suns uh chested. And he meant cheated. But kudos to the Jamsters. They just started coming up with the chesting jokes. Yeah, you can't mess up. And, and the guy, he was gone quick. He was gone quick. And I just, I love that. I absolutely love Is that. Is that when
3: you take a shit on the chest or something? I don't, i have Is no idea. He, you've, been, they, you've been
2: chested. You've been chested. You know? It's like while you're wiping your ass, you're like, you've been chested. You know, Aussie Suns fan, he's like, it's all about the chest. You know? He's like, he's like, <laughs> Gavin's like, although I'm a leg man myself. So, When you talk about uh, the nuggets again, continuing that conversation, you, you have to, you have to recognize kind of one of the same challenges that the Mavericks present. And that's, it's, it's very rare that you have teams with players with such high usage rates have success in the postseason Ryan Rossillo did a great job of breaking all of that down entering last postseason and it was one of the reasons why he'd he the Phoenix Suns the usage rates aren't as astronomical as we've seen from some players now that being said Nikola Jokic has actually decreased his usage rate this season in an effort to empower those around him and you're right Jamal Murray has a ways to go he, he's playing better but he has a ways to go he doesn't have that killer instinct and he doesn't put the fear of of what he used to be able to do against the Suns, Cause he was a Suns killer before we know that we know that now again, tonight, you know, Jamal Murray tweaked his ankle, played 25 minutes. He had 16 points yeah. on six of 13 shooting. Uh, and that's kind of, you know, if you will, par for the course thus far this season, when it comes to Jamal Murray and it's understandable, you know, he's coming off a major injury A couple of years. It's taken him to recover from said injury. Cause it happened so late in uh, the season you know but in the 2021 season the the season in which the phoenix suns went to the finals and that was his best statistical season how many points per game do you think he averaged that season uh was it 27 that's what you think right you go back mm-hmm. and you go man jamal murray was a beast uh, unstoppable yada 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 uh he averaged 21.2 points per game that oh, wow. season <laughs> and I and was that was his off. But again, it's perception, right? Now, part of that perception is the year prior when he was in the playoffs for Denver in the bubble, when they went to the Western Conference Finals, he averaged 26.5. Yeah. So there's this perception that he is this Devin Booker-esque. He, he, he is their answer to Devin Booker. He's not even on the same playing level. So we have this perception because we've played against him and we know that the way that he performs against the Phoenix Suns throughout his career, uh, he, he I mean... It was a running joke for you and I for quite some time because every time we would go to Suns game, it felt like it was against the Denver Nuggets and it felt like it was Jamal Murray who was just cooking us. But you look, I mean, 21.4 is what he averages against the Phoenix Suns in his career, and it's the highest he averages against one team. So we feel that as Suns fans. But he really is is somebody who is going to continue to work himself into shape uh, and hasn't done it either. I mean he's done it in that one playoff run in the bubble, but I mean that's kind of the exception, not the rule when you talk about him.
3: He really hasn't evolved like Booker either. Like Booker's mm. been, you know, he's been healthy for the most part, kind of. I mean, so mm. for this season, this is probably the longest drought we'll be without Booker. Um but Booker's had the chance to really kind of be like the Jokic for us where he is the main guy, right? I mean Jokic and they both got the same they got the extension at the same time basically in their careers. Mm-hmm um so they're both the same type of player where they're that leader they're the face of the franchise jamal murray's a good number two but that's what he'll be because he's just he doesn't have anything else and i think it's because like his growth was just stunted man from injuries i I think so like ever since ever since we we talked about if they had murray they would have beat us before that yeah he was awesome but we never seen anything since and it's been forever so it's Mm -hmm. hard to even tell even the season he's been playing but when you're looking at the celebrated stakeout, they're saying like, Oh, he finally has like two games, two good games in a row. It's like, okay. So he's been struggling. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. And he got that contract after that playoff run. He signed a five year, $158 million contract. So he's 31.6 mil this year, 33, the next and 36, the next before he becomes an unrestricted free agent in 2025, which he'll be 28 at that time. I mean, he's 25 right now. And he's somebody who will definitely be value, have, have a ton of value, in that market. And for, and for Jamal Murray, if he can piece together some quality basketball uh, performances over these next couple of seasons, he's going to, he could potentially become one of those guys who's becoming a free agent at the exact right time when those TV rights deals happen. So it'll be interesting to see over the next year and a half, how Denver navigates what they have in Jamal Murray. Do they sign him to another long-term deal? Do they try to stretch that contract knowing that his value will actually decrease when the, the big money hits? MPJ is the other guy on this team who I just don't understand. Uh, he just, you know, again, so tonight, and, and he's somebody who's had a, an up and down season. He had 11 points tonight, Matthew. He was four of nine. He was two of seven from the field. This team scored 126 points. You know, it was Bones Highland coming off the bench. Every They had a total of seven guys scoring double figures. So I get that it was just, it was a true team effort, if you will. But, you know, and 21 points and 18 rebounds for Nikola Jokic but michael porter junior is just one of those anomalies who maybe it's because when i see him play the suns it's the exact opposite of jamal murray when the jamal murray plays the suns you get this aggressive player in the past you get this aggressive player who puts the fear of god in you mpj is just a pigeon out there i'm just glad that he no longer has that stupid boy band haircut he had when he was drafted
3: <laughs> yeah he looks like the boy band leader he does <laughs> and he did and, um he still does face the very young face and 13 year old wool, you know all the girls like those um you know 16 points a game right now he's shooting over 40 percent from three this season yeah. um it's just i think this season's really a building season for him uh he will likely improve towards the end of the season uh i can see where the next two years he can maybe be like an all-star candidate if he improves but it's just about staying healthy with him 100%. So when they said someone tw- twisted their ankle, I thought it was uh, him. I didn't know it was Jamal, so I was like, "Oh damn, dude is he out again?"
2: So <laughs> it's like not again. What One do you those, think dude. about Nikolai Jokic MVP? Could he be a back-to-back yes. MVP? It would be three in a row. back-to-back-to-back three years. Yeah. So the uh, only the third guy ever to do it. Right? Who are the other two? Um, the other two. Um, Shaq. No, is Shaq? No. No, oh,
3: hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think.
2: Bill Simmons, I feel like, talks about this a lot.
3: Um, was it Bill Russell or Will Chamberlain? One of those two? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Wilt.
2: I'm pretty sure it's Wilt, but it's definitely the last one was Larry Bird in the 80s. Okay, he, he was back yeah. to back to back MVP. So when you see performances like tonight from Nikolai Jokic, just an average game impacts it in such a unique way. That's what makes him so impressive, and again. Now he's the best player on the best team, right? Like, that's the narrative that he hasn't had in his prior two MVP uh, runs, if you will. He's the best player on the best team. He dissects the opposition, it's easy for him. I agree with you. I think that he's the MVP this year. I think Luca will continue to make a push because Luca puts up very strong numbers. Uh, and that team is winning games, and that's always been the ultimate challenge for them is they just don't win enough games for him to be relevant enough to get MVP votes. Uh, but I think that, again, it's Nikola Jokic.
3: Yeah, he does a great job with that team. I, the last two seasons, if he's going to win it then, he definitely is going to win it now because it's the same player. I know the usage percentage is down, but, I mean, he just is so quick with that offense. Like, he just, like, he knows exactly what to do with the ball. He doesn't take his time. He doesn't waste a shot clock. If he does, he'll jack up a shot with like seven seconds left or something like he'll he'll settle down. If nothing's there, nothing's forming. He'll just jump. He'll just shoot the three, shoot the little fade away or whatever. Just over anybody. And it's mm-hmm. flat footed. It's ugly, but he'll just throw it up there. It's effective. though. Yeah. And then most of the time, though, he's just he's running that offense to where wherever he's out on the court. He's going to find you and it's quick. It's like the point five, basically. But it's it's a little bit more slowed down than that, of course, but those guys are cutting at like a 0.5 rate. I feel like they're trying to get open for this dude because he'll find you no matter what. Yeah, exactly.
2: You know, you're going to benefit from it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the advantage of having him is you're going to play so hard. It's like when we used to have the seven seconds or less Phoenix suns, we had so many guys who would come here and revitalize their career and they wanted to do so because they got the opportunity to play with Steve Nash. And Steve Nash was the unselfish guy who did everything he could to put you in a position to be successful. All you had to do was make the wide-open shot. That's what happened. Aaron Gordon is the borderline all-star this year simply because he plays alongside Nikola Jokic. It's like Steve Nash with Amari and and, and Marion, dude. It's the same exact thing. 100%. 100%. So I do feel like we need to talk about some members of the Phoenix Suns. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We could we could do that after a DraftKings promo where everyone can see Matthew's rock hard abs. Listen up, Jamsters. I know this is a basketball podcast, but the NFL playoff picture is locked in, and my go-to place for wild card round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wild card round this upcoming weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action is so good, why not bet NFL playoffs anywhere else? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, Matthew, I'm interested to know what was in your notes about this game. I didn't have a long, extensive notes. I think I took a nap in the third quarter because I'm just – last night was such a a great win, and I was up late because of it because I was all amped up, and then I had a huge busy day at work, and I was just – I'm zapped tonight. Yeah. What's in your notes? I have one thing. I want to hear what you have. Um, you
3: know, it was mostly from the first quarter. After the second quarter started, and they started hitting every three, and we couldn't match anything, it was over. I knew it was over, and it was expected. Um, but I really just had, you know, the flow of the game. I felt like the Suns. The only thing they didn't do in the first that they did last game, first half, was get to the line because they got to the line a lot Mm -hmm. last game. Tonight, no, they were too tired. Anybody I was trying to draw contact was a Kogi. O'Kogi was the only guy trying to get physical. He had seven straight points coming in. I was like, okay, maybe he'll get his 22 like we did last night. You know, play a little bit more minutes, but just didn't end up that way at all. Uh, That's all I really had, man. I just, it looked like, um, you know, Washington was out there. He was really careless with the ball tonight uh jock looked really tired he looked like he he airballed that one three i know the second quarter and i think that was short maybe 15 feet it looked like he was trying <laughs> was to lay like, it in it's like one of the what worst three-point airballs yeah ever that was seen. that was one of the worst things um i think sarich still had a decent night trying to contain Jokic was mm-hmm. just difficult i know it went everywhere there but that was just like a lot of notes quarter. you had hmm. yeah it was just the first quarter though i wasn't that's well, about no, I, it. That's, I that's about it though
2: I definitely agree. I think that this team, the legs were gone. It makes sense. I mean, Eddie Johnson was talking about it. I don't know if you were watching ESPN or Bally. I was doing
3: ESPN, yeah. So
2: I was watching Bally Sports because I just can't stand ESPN. Any chance I can. Like, last night, I was forced to watch TNT, uh, and it was great because they, like, you could tell the whole crew had no idea what to say. They're like, oh, shit, we were going to suck the dicks of the Warriors for 60 minutes, and shit, what are we going to do now, you know? like yes, yeah, that's supposed
3: to be going off you know Yes, that's going to be going the off in the and, corner
2: and, <laughs> and, yeah and like they're like, uh who's this guy Dwayne Washington Jr you <laughs> yeah. know so it's like so i like i was forced to watch that but tonight i was i was watching the the Bally Sports broadcast and one of the things that Eddie Johnson brought up is he's like the team didn't even get in till 4 in the morning he's like and he was talking about how tough it is and he remembers that those days of having to be and at 4 in the morning you'd get you you get to the hotel. He's like you take a charter plane. You get to your three star hotel. You by nine a.m. You finally get like a quick nap in, and then you got to go to shoot around. You got to start getting ready for the game and everything. And it's just like that's just the way it is when you have those back to backs. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just the way it is. And That's is. why this was definitely a, this was a scheduled loss coming into it. Combine the fact that the Phoenix Suns had as many injuries as they had. You are just you're not going to be successful in that environment. Now that being said, what was impressive about last night. And this is where it's like, it sucks you weren't here to have it. And thank you to Dave King, who, who who joined us. Yeah, thank you. You know, but he was here for a game in which the Suns shot their third most free throw attempts of the entire season and got their second most rebounds with their scrubs. I mean, that's effort. That's what this team misses a lot of time. It's just that the sheer effort. Uh, so Josh Akogi, effort guy. Torrey Craig, effort guy. He's been, he put, he's been putting in some great effort. You know, you take a look at how he performed in this game. Uh, not nearly as effective as he was last night, but he had 16 points and five boards. You know, last night I think it was like 12 and 14. Uh, but he, he was perfect from the field. He was 6 of 6 uh, from the field and 3 of 3 from beyond the arc. He got elbowed, or I, I'm sorry, shoulder. He got chested. He got chested. Mikhail <laughs> Bridges threw his, you know, he ran into uh, his shoulder into Torrey Craig's chest. That's what hurt him in like the th- third quarter second quarter whatever it was um the only thing i had in my notes was the eight second violation like how many eight second violations have we seen in the past week
3: well i was gonna say the suns i feel like i've gotten a lot over the year yeah it seems like tired of it no matter yeah it's been a lot and there's a few tonight where i saw in there i'm like i'm sure that's six seconds so eight second violation basically if if you're def if whoever you're defending, the offensive player, if he's actually in the key with you, then it just kind of goes back to zero, right? Until he leaves and then you're in there for three seconds without moving a foot outside the box. No, I'm right? talking about
2: eight seconds. Not three oh, seconds. I'm talking about eight oh, seconds. My, dude, Not I'm, getting the ball across the <laughs> timeline. shit. Wait, did that happen tonight again? Yeah, Dwayne Washington got one. It was like it's like to open the third quarter or something. I saw he you almost know? got one, but I didn't see he actually he got, got he got one. one. I must have
3: been reading the box. And it happened a
2: couple times yesterday. It's it's just continues to happen. It's just like it drives me nuts. And you know, uh Teddy Mason or Taddy Mason, one of our elite champsters, thank you for being so. You can do that by clicking join on the YouTube channel. Taddy Mason says it's it's the it's CP special, it's something the young guards like. Dwayne Washington have picked up watching Chris Paul play he's like yeah he's just gonna take all the fucking time I can't stand that shit it's highly that you know that that's one of the ones where you can reach out to your head coach and you could be like Monty you need to fix that ever since
1: I've been here we talked about everything you want is on the other side of hard. this is hard
0: Monty
2: Monty Williams coach of the Phoenix Sun Come on, Monty. Get these guys to get the goddamn ball over the half court in less than eight seconds. Yeah, and there are a lot of three-second
3: violations too. I feel like <laughs> that, that sure. too. Like there yesterday,
2: there was all kinds of dumb shit calls on those, and there might have been some in the third quarter. But I took a nap.
3: Yeah, I didn't. I kind of missed a lot. I didn't <laughs> miss a ton of this game, but I missed a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was not really paying attention. I, I started my notes for the second quarter, and it was just it was done. But what I did like was um, you saw in the first quarter that was kind of like last game where these guys are they're in there fighting for the boards, but you don't see them until like they jump up and get it because they're so much smaller than everybody else. You know, yeah. you, just, you got Sarge, you got um, you got uh, Craig down there, you got Jock, uh, even Bismack. Like they're not smaller, but they're not. You, you notice Da right away. These guys are just like spread all over the paint. And then all of a sudden you just see them pop up and get a second chance. That's the way it was last night. And then tonight it started out that way too, but didn't end that way. And the 8 second violation, man. I'm sorry, but that's the thing that this this Suns team that it owns, the trademarks, the 8 second violation. It's 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 our own
2: right now, man. 100 percent Phoenix Sun special, man. Phoenix Sun special. Uh Dwayne Washington Jr. in this game was three of 14 from the field. That's Pi, Uh, for those of you who understand math three, four, three, six. Yeah. Uh, eight points, you know, and it's understandable. Eight points, five assists, four turnovers, two blocks. Uh, but it's understandable. You know, we talked yeah. about this before, uh, when Dave was on after the Memphis game and how Dwayne Washington had an amazing game and how he's going to suck the next game. And yeah, that's what happened tonight. So I don't know how much more we can actually talk about this. What, uh, Oh, here's some topics I want to talk about before we get out of here. Cause w- guess what? Jamsters, we're not going a full hour. I just I can't see it happening. I'm sorry Aww. for that. We just well, we can't last. Hey, well
3: if like a third of you guys would actually show up, or more than that, you know, we might stick around. <laughs> and show. You guys are yeah. the always ones that
2: show up. But. I know these are the real MVPs. The people who yeah. watching right now, it's like I see these names all the time, and I love these guys being here in the chat with us. Uh, Saban Lee is a member of the Phoenix Suns on a 10 day contract. Yeah, we have two Lees now on the team. Number 38, first player in Phoenix Suns history to wear number 38, Matthew. How did you like how it looked on the jersey? Today? It looked really good, I thought. It did,
3: didn't um, it? Yeah, especially that jersey. And I thought about you, too. I thought you were going to quiz me on 38. Like, should I look up who wore 38? I guess it's the first time ever, so you just told me. So yeah, I didn't have to do Give any, any research. <laughs> it yeah. No, it looks good, though. Um, I mean, his, his game out there, who knows? He's just filling minutes right now.
2: Yeah, it's just 15 minutes for the guy. Two of four from the field. He had eight points, three rebounds, four assists in this game. Uh, I'm surprised, you know, we haven't seen somebody on Twitter. Always, Start saving Lee moving forward. He's the answer.
1: Like, no, yeah. I mean,
2: good kid. Went to Corona del Sol. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, a, a local kid who was on the the Sun Squad during the, um, the preseason or or uh, Summer summer League. Summer League. He was a summer son. So, you know, again, uh, that's nice.
3: Yeah. You know, in Lee Lee Market, I used to go there when I was a kid.
2: After, Lee after, Lee after, Market?
3: Yeah, Lee Lee Market, Oriental Supermarket. We really? I used, so used to go there with, like with my friends. Da-
2: Damien and Saban Lee, they own the place? Yeah,
3: they did. Yeah, they used to run
2: us out of there. So Two Lees, one cup? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the only other thing I wanted to talk about before we get out of here tonight and before we give – well, let's just give out the Jam Star now, then we'll have a, a quick conversation about some other stuff.
3: Jam Star of the Game.
2: All right, Jamsters, this is your chance to let us know who you think the jam star of the game was. Uh, Matthew, oh, we haven't even done the subreddit stakeout either. We got to do that too. Wow, so much things. so a little time. Uh, who's your jam star? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'll give it. number number 11. Three Suns players scored number scored 11 points. Damian Lee, Jock Landell and Dario Sarge. The number 11 is the jam star of the game for me. Okay, yeah, that's good. I'll go Kogi. A a good one. I was the most with points.
3: Yeah, fourteen. Uh, he came out seven straight. Akoge points Kogi led. Yeah,
2: yeah uh, Josh, greatest <laughs> son of all time. A Oh no, Torrey
3: Craig. Tory Craig led with sixteen. Oh, and he was geez, perfect. So, close. so but who cares?
2: So close. Uh, well, yeah. I <laughs> want to hear what's what going one. on. On I want to hear what yeah. what's going on on the subreddit. So let's do a little drop, we'll if you it. will. The Suns jam session subreddit stakeout Matthew, ooh, who are you you're like oh you, you
3: spun your hat um, around vanilla ice
2: dude oh doom, 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 <sighs> doom, 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 all right I wasn't what was going on long. in denver
3: i wasn't in there that long oh that's what she um, said yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh the fast break Oh, that's not even part of it. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Dude, this is probably the worst post-game pod. Uh, holy shit, that pass. that was an awesome, the crowd from Jokic. Anytime he makes those fucking crazy passes, man. So blind. And usually I'm always like, who cares? Like, the ones from Luca, I'm like, really? That's just a normal pass. But Jokic is, like, insane. Those are just coming out of a different dimension, going in one portal, out another. Um, So, yeah. Did Landale just miss that shot by five feet? Yes, he did. I think it was more than that, probably ten feet. Talking about that three, Murray well, he is really—he knew
2: I—he really- knew, knew I was going to be drinking some Tasmanian Pinot Noir tonight. So, oh yeah,
3: Tasmania—is it from Dracula? Is no, it from, from his T- castle? From
2: Tasmania, not yeah, Transylvania. It- oh, <laughs> Tasmania. We're like the Tasmanian devils. Do you know where Tasmania is located?
3: Yeah, Australia
2: south of australia it's an island on the southern part of australia i'm sure that gavin yeah, knows right that. where
3: the castle is where jack is
2: Van- v- v- vanilla listless baby that's right <laughs> that's right go it's on a, what would they say about a, jamal murray it's
3: probably like an ant castle um uh, murray is really looking great the past few games this subreddit was
2: boring there wasn't anything too this crazy fucking game was boring yeah this bon- is the most boring game of the fucking of the of the uh the entire season Denver's a boring team. Yeah. Remember when Utah, the year before that we had the best record in the league, Utah had the best record in the league? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. They were a boring fucking team. So boring. Yeah. And you know what? The Suns were probably boring last year too for people to watch. Like, oh shit, they just win. They they just, well, at least we kept it close to like the five minute mark last year. Yeah. And then we just beat the shit out of you. It was fantastic. That
3: was fun. Bones feeling it tonight. Blowing them out would put them below 500. I'm living the dream. Nuggets fans over there are happy that we're below 500, kicking this oh, uh, C to D team we have out there. So, it, they still hate the shit, dude. They hate us. They hate us. They All these fans do, but that's it, dude. I stopped by like the second quarter.
2: The Suns jam session, subreddit stakeout. Next game, Friday, 6 p.m., Minnesota Timberwolves.
3: Look at that graphic.
2: <laughs> it's the only graphic we put up today. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I didn't put just... the, the other graphics up. Oh, did you put the other ones up? The subreddit stakeout graphic was up. Oh, yeah. I love the people listening to this. They're like, what fucking graphics, dude? What I'm you sitting in traffic. About? I'm in traffic yeah. right now. Some <laughs> asshole tried... didn't use his blinker. He didn't seize the gap. Seize the gap,
3: you guys. Seize bitch. the gap. Uh... No one's really listening to this pod by now. They turn it off at least ten minutes in. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> they they're heard my like, voice cracking. Crack go, like I'm gonna ten go times. see. They're like, I'm out
2: of here, dude. Like, I'm gonna go see what the PHNX <laughs> people were doing. Uh, yeah, like, uh oh, did just have any didn't answer. have this one. Tonight. I'm sure they're asleep on
3: the couch too. This
2: this will be the one where we get like three, like two star reviews. Dude, come on! How dare you guys mail it in? They'd be like,
3: episode 400. You think they'd be pretty decent with this? Seriously, no effort tonight. Like, geez, we you
2: 407. We still have 40 minutes to go, yeah, just, we're going to get really weird here in a while, people. Kidding, we're not going to go that far. Um, Timberwolves, we're going to be mm. playing them. Have you seen their City Edition jerseys?
3: Yeah,
1: they're
2: very, very ugly. That's um, what we're playing. I don't know what Friday. they
3: represent. I don't know that part. So There's always some long story, right? Religious or something, then I'm sorry. I just, they look ugly, okay? Just yeah. like I'm kind of sick of the Suns turquoise one. I mean, kind of am.
2: I am too. So they've they played some too. Maybe because we lose all the time. Maybe that's why. No, I just I think they're again, it's they've grown on me, but we I just see them too much. The like, black
3: ones I like, and they keep I, wearing I, those.
2: the ones tonight, fantastic. Yeah, I love these. I really like those. And I really like the throwbacks. Like, we need more throwbacks and less of the turquoise ones. But yeah. we're going against Minnesota, and they're gonna have their weird fucking city edition ones that are like white with just like a bunch of like colors right in the middle. Uh I forgot the colors. Are really from. a bad description. It yeah, looks the like colors a, are,
3: I don't know what they're from, though. Like they're from
2: Sesame past Street?
3: Jerseys or something. I don't know where they got I from. I have no
2: idea what it is. But it'll be interesting to see, you know, they're a team that just lost to the Detroit Pistons. The Detroit Pistons uh are a team that is obviously in disarray. They're one of the worst teams in the NBA. Uh and Timberwolves just lost to them. So who knows? They'll probably come out and just kick the shit out of the Suns because they're pissed that they just lost mm-hmm. to the Detroit Pistons. Um, the one thing I wanted to bring up, I saw this on uh, from at the NBA Central on Twitter, said report, report, Matthew, report. Den, Den- Denver fuck. Detroit Pistons. <laughs> speaking of the Pistons, the Detroit Pistons want an unprotected first-round pick and a good young player for Bojan Bogdanovich. Now, if you remember at the front end of the season, obviously, they were the team that uh, traded with the Utah Jazz for Bojan Bogdanovic, somebody who a lot of Phoenix Suns fans wanted. They believed that he could, you know, fill a a need that we definitely have. Uh, since then, he signed a new deal with the Detroit Pistons uh, that essentially pays him. You know, it's a two-year, thirty-nine million dollar contract. Is what he ended up signing as an extension. So he's making 19 million this year, 20 next year, 19 the next year. So he just kind of took his contract, he extended it. Do you think that he is worth to the Phoenix Suns? Would you give up an unprotected first round pick and a good young player? And a good young player would be like a Cam Johnson. Do you think that two more years of Bojan Bogdanovic it's worth that?
3: You know what? I don't even care which Bogdanovich that is, which fat head that is. I don't want any of them for that. So whichever one it is, the one that wears his jersey too tight and he has a hairy chest, or the other one that's just super skinny with a big nose and just fucking is injured all the time. I don't want any of them.
2: I don't even know which one it is. It's uh, the first one, the chest that's guy. That's what I thought. That's chest what I tear. thought. That's a good. Yeah, uh, maybe. I liked them
3: him last year. I liked them last year. I'm just, I'm sick of the trade deadline of hearing about these guys. You know what I mean? I just, we always hear about these guys. I'm just. Um, well, you hear what general oh, managers
2: no. want, and Dave King did a really good job last night, kind of explaining the trade market and how essentially how you have five sellers and 25 buyers, and that squeezes the market right, and that's just the way it goes at this point in the season, and I understand that, but he's not worth that. He's not worth a uh, an unprotected first round pick and a good, you know a good young player like and i feel like the phoenix suns and james jones probably does kind of the same thing he's like jay crowder is not worth the chicken scratch that we're going to give you ryan mcdonough would have traded jay crowder the first chance he could that's just what he did he used to get pennies on the dollar in the trade he wouldn't wait out things and let things kind of fall into place and let teams that were desperate be desperate he's like greg monroe come on down you know so while we can be frustrated with James Jones for his lack of action, you also have to kind of respect it because again, given prior general managers performances, when it comes to trying to acquire assets that uh, utilizing our distressed assets, we always got chested, if you will. And I think that when you look at that report, I can't think of a team that's going to go, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Unless you're, unless you are like the Nets, and you and you have some the, the, that's where I can see Bojan Bogdanovich ending up is like the Nets because they can give away an unprotected first round pick, They're a team that can make that might go into desperation right now because Kevin Durant's hurt and is going to be hurt for a little bit. Unfortunately, sucks because he's having just a- like
3: everybody else, like everybody. Yeah. Like you, you can't say like, oh, if we, we would have traded for him, see what would have happened. Got hurt, but like everyone this year is getting hurt. These mm-hmm. training staff suck dick. I'm sorry, they all suck.
2: Like, does no no one talk about these training staffs? Well, but see, the way that I look at it, when it comes to injuries, it's... that was rude. Yeah, to every training staff out there that listens to this podcast, they gotta be pissed off. I'm
3: sorry, guys.
2: They're like, you know what? I'm gonna go someplace that's a safe place for training staffs.
3: Stop massage. I'm gonna
2: go to the Aussie Suns fan podcast. They're nice to training staffs, okay? They might say, fuck Jock Landell and say the word cunt a bunch, but they're nice to training staffs. So, that being said... I think a lot of the injuries that occur, it's, it's kind of like the NFL, right? Because the, the NFL, it's like, oh, it's another season. It's the lack of preseason. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's hurt. It's like, no, the, the game itself has completely changed. And because of that change and the speed of the NBA now, the speed of the NBA is so quick and so fast that people you people get injured playing at that pace. You know where there's a not a lot of injuries back in the 90s? Look at the fucking pace of play. Teams average like 93 points a game. It was physical. Yes, but it was a different kind of injury. Now it's just like, it's a lot of ACLs and ankles and lower extremity things. Cause people are just running their asses off the whole time. It's the same thing in the, in the NFL guys are getting crushed out there because the game is so fast. You've been to a game. You've been close to the field. You've seen what it's like. It's, it's chaos. It's chaos. So, Training staffs be damned. I, they, there's nothing they can do. They try to do preventative maintenance as much as they can, but the speed of this game has excelled so much that they're blowing out their legs, they're blowing out their ankles, they're blowing on people's chests. It's all kinds of crazy crap.
3: Yeah, sorry, that was very political of me, and I didn't mean to come out like that. It wasn't and political just, at all. You're no, not. You, no, I'm, just you. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. No, I honestly do think. Like, you know what those, I think about
2: abortion? Those they might damn training staffs.
3: They they might just do too much with these guys. The compression sleeves and stuff they use, I don't think those work. I think like you're putting pressure on the one that's that's broken or not broken, mm-hmm. but that's healing. Um, mm-hmm. you know, freaking Camp blood Johnson. Flow, all that cam johnson wears those things everywhere but like the one the one arm you're not wearing compression sleeve you're gonna get hurt on that side like it's just that's the way it is that's what i think right i don't know what am i talking about right now you're
2: not a doctor i know that i don't know it doesn't much. sound I know like it, it? does it? <laughs> I, listen, every doctor that i know doesn't have motorcycles always going off in the background they don't live outside racetracks okay they live in like <laughs> the the 43rd Floor of their penthouse. They oh
1: really God. do. Yeah. they does. Nice they view does. of the UFOs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They watch they they land them. They have them come in. They <laughs> land So uh Timberwolves, though. You know, we'll we'll finish yeah. the pod obviously talking about what, what we decided to come here to do, and that's <laughs> talk about the Timberwolves. But the Timberwolves entering this game, they're 20 and 22 They are a half game behind the Phoenix Suns after that loss against the the Detroit Pistons who again are trying to shop Bojan Bogdanovic for a first round pick and a young player. So good luck with that. But that being said, this is a team that it was either without uh car, Anthony towns, um, Anthony Edwards is a little banged up. You look at some of their statistics. They're a team that uh, doesn't necessarily overwhelm you on the, on the boards. They don't overwhelm you with points. They don't overwhelm you with, uh, I mean, they're, they're the number one team in the opposing team shooting bad free throws. So I don't even know what the fuck that means. It's like when you go to the the line, you get really scared when you're playing in Minnesota or something. Uh, but they, they shoot the 20th most free three-pointers. They make the 23rd most threes. So it's just, it's a winnable game, even with a bunch of people being out. Hmm. Do you think the Suns can actually do it?
3: Yeah, I think so. I think you can really just like put this team down quickly. I think you can get under their skin quickly if you want the That's way the, the Suns key. the way the mentally. Suns team. Yeah, this this team right now, what we have out there, they like I said before, like the these bench players always give a fuck. They try really, really hard and they play smart basketball. Like sometimes it can get a little chaotic, but they know what they're doing. The second unit's good, basically playing as a first unit. So I mean they can get up. They can, this team will get down. Um, the Timberwolves will get down on themselves, like pout a little bit, mm-hmm. not get the calls they want, and then all of a sudden the Suns can kind of run away with they'll this. Hit, can they'll hit a three, going three and,
2: and act like they just hit the game seven game winner, and they use a lot of emotion up in that can, that sense. So they're very high and low when it comes to their emotion. So it, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm excited to see this one more than I was tonight. I'll tell you. That. Oh, yeah,
3: this is a cha- <laughs> This is actually, we have a chance to win this one yeah. for sure. <laughs> so. I think.
2: Although that's how I felt last night and the sun surprised me. So, you know, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. I think it's time to go to, to Betty by another big day tomorrow. So I just want to thank everybody who decided to listen to this shit. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Dang, yeah. Thank you. Excuse
2: <laughs> <me>. <laughs> uh, But make sure you subscribe. Rate. Don't do any of that stuff. Not based on performance. We don't deserve the likes. We don't deserve the a thumbs up. I mean, if you want to give us a like simply because we decided to go on after getting pasted by 29 points on the second night of a back-to-back on a Wednesday in January, then sure. Do it. (laughs) But if not go chest yourself, uh, we'll see you guys on Friday. We'll see you on Friday. You guys have a great two days until then. Uh, until then I'm Darth Voida, AKA John Voida, AKA, uh, the guy who's finishing this glass of wine, um, make sure you follow me At Darth Void on Twitter Go ahead and walk, read my writing On Bright Side of the Sun I'm going to be putting out A piece tomorrow Giving out some betting Tips and tricks For the Thursday Night Slate On TNT You can follow Matthew Matthew, uh, let's see You can follow the show At Suns Jam On Instagram, TikTok And the Twitter And uh, that's all I got So it's time to go to bed Go home, love your family <laughs>